Good morning. Whether you're joining us over the live stream or here in the church, welcome to First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. We are a spiritual community dedicated to a free and responsible search for truth, meaning, and beauty. I'm Chris Jimerson, one of the co-lead ministers here at the church. My pronouns are he, him. It is a joy to be with you today. We welcome all who would join us as we journey towards spiritual wholeness through acting to nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice to build the beloved community. Today is Commitment Sunday, when our religious community commits to supporting that spiritual journey through generous financial pledges for next year. You may make that commitment at any time today by scanning the QR code on the back of the pews in front of you or going to austinuu.org and following the Make Your 2024 Pledge link. Today, as we hold up all that these commitments make possible in our church and in our world, if you're visiting with us on this special Sunday, we hope you may be touched by any number of reasons to keep exploring our spiritual journey with us. Whoever you are, wherever you come from, wherever you find yourself on your life's journey, whichever your pronouns Whomever you love, whether you walked in or rolled in or digitally transported in, you are welcome here. You belong here. We come from a long tradition of seeing a spark of the divine in every person. And it's in that tradition, our living tradition, that I invite you to greet the holy among us this morning, either in the comments, online, or by turning to those around you here at the church. Now let us greet the holy among us. Good morning. I'm Mary Overton, and I'm the worship assistant today and also the chair of our Stewardship Council here at First UU. I'd like to start with lighting our chalice. These are the words that we say. This is the flame we hold in our hearts as we strive for justice for everyone. This is the light we shine upon our systems of oppression until they are no more. This is the warmth that we share with one another as our struggle becomes our salvation. Our call to worship today is from Eli Salry. Stewardship is this crazy idea that we should treat each other's people's stuff better than our own. To me, stewardship is the act of taking care of something you were given whether or not you could acquire it for yourself in the first place. It's less of an environmental idea and more of a common courtesy, which is exactly what steward should be, common. One of the things that binds First UU together as a religious community is that this congregation has a common purpose. For First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin, that common religious purpose is the mission. We wrote it together, the congregation wrote it together, 
We emblazoned it on the wall in our sanctuary, and every Sunday, church participants say it together so that we can more readily carry it with us in our hearts throughout the week. Let's say it together now. Together, we nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice to build the beloved community. Good morning. I'm Kelly Stokes. My pronouns are she, her. I'm going to read you a story, and I'd like to invite the children up to get the best view of the pictures. So come on up. We're reading a story today called Starfish on the Beach, written and illustrated by Tom and Lindy Schneider. One afternoon on a sparkling sandy beach, a mother and her daughter were picking up seashells. Have you ever done that? Yeah. Is it fun? The tide was out, so they found many treasures. Mama, put this in your bag, please, said the little girl, and she held up a pretty pink striped shell. Mama carried a bag for collecting such things. Mama and Sandy walked along the shoreline, making footprints side by side. Suddenly, Sandy stopped. She saw something that was bigger than a shell. Sandy ran ahead for a closer look. Look, Mama, said Sandy, there are stars on the beach. Mama looked too. You found some starfish. They usually hide in the cool water. Poor starfish, said Sandy. The sun is cooking them. The tide will come back in soon and they will be all right, said Mama. Little Sandy was not so sure. Without a word, she picked up one crusty starfish after another and tossed them into the refreshing waves. Mama watched for a while. You can't save them all, she said. I know, said Sandy, and she picked up two more starfish and tossed them into the water again, gently. Right. Yeah. The shore stretched on forever, and the starfish polka-dotted the beach as far as they can see. Can you see all the starfish? Mama, can you help me? asked Sandy. So Mama helped rescue the starfish until a wave of sadness washed over her heart. There are so many starfish that need help, said Mama. I don't think we're making much of a difference here. Little Sandy thought for a moment and then picked up one more starfish and tossed it into the rolling waves. She smiled as she ran back to Mama. I made a difference for that one, she said. Mama smiled and yes, you did. And then the other people on the beach saw what they were doing, and they all came to help and gently tossed the starfish back in until the whole beach was clear. Good morning again. As I said before, I'm Mary Overton, she, her, and I'm chair of the first UU Stewardship Council. So how did I become chair of stewardship? Well, Rev. Chris asked, and I said yes, because I believe this congregation's beliefs and actions deserve our full support to make Austin a better place for everyone. Our stewardship theme this year is Rebuild, Renew, Rise Up. I'd like to speak about three things today. First, how we've changed the 20. 
24 stewardship campaign. Second, why it's important to pledge. And third, how your financial support powers our mission statement that's written on the wall over here. First, how we've changed the 2024 campaign. During COVID, most of us were forced to interact using technology more than we ever had in the past. As one result, today we have the choice to be physically present here in the church or virtually if it's more convenient. We also have learned how to pledge using web links or church center on our electronic devices. That's why we're having Commitment Sunday today. We're asking you to make your commitment to our church today and complete your intention after the service in House and Hall on your device or at the stewardship table. We're there to help. We'll also have paper pledge forms for those who prefer. Of course, you can complete your pledge from home as well. In two weeks, we'll celebrate our pledges to First UU with an all-church celebration Sunday party. Everyone is invited to enjoy music, food, and ice cream. Today is the last day to RSVP so we can plan appropriately. You can do this online or at the stewardship table. Please bring a lawn chair. Second, why it's important to pledge. On the spiritual side, pledging and giving are an exercise in generosity that supports our mission to build beloved community. On the practical side, pledging is a promise to give a set amount of money in the next fiscal year. It is the primary way we pay for everything associated with First UU, including our building, activities, music, staff, and ministers. We ask for next year pledges now so we know what we can afford for next year's budget. Our stewardship campaign goal is $825,000, a little less than last year. This keeps our church at current staffing and program levels. Last year, we had our most successful stewardship campaign ever. It was a tremendous reach as the cost of operating after COVID had increased substantially. To everyone who increased their pledge last year, thank you. To everyone who doubled their pledge last year, even more heartfelt thanks for your extreme generosity. Your pledges keep this church able to grow and reach out in our community. If you haven't pledged before, a generous group of donors has agreed to match every new pledge with an additional $50. We hope this will encourage you to commit your financial support to our church. And finally, how your financial commitment supports our church's mission. All UU churches have seminary-educated ministers who provide care and insight. In these very stressful times, hot summers, heated politics, discrimination, grief from loss, and celebrations of birth and marriage, our ministers are busier than ever. But if you need them, please know they are there for you. Just ask. Our church provides a safe community where we can be our true selves, a group of like-minded people who can ask questions, have different beliefs from each other, different backgrounds, and be respected for who we are. 
We provide sanctuary for people in need like Salma and Illyrio, people seeking shelter from deportation to countries they would be in danger, where they'd be in danger. We have religious education for everyone, and our children have traditional religious education as well as opportunity for our whole life sexuality education, known as OWL. That provides comprehensive and progressive sex education at appropriate age levels for every age. Our involvement with the Texas UU Justice Ministry brings UU values to Austin and the state capitol and works with voter registration and turnout. We all need to vote if we want change. These are just a few of the many things that make me committed to this church and why my husband David and I pledge every year, increasing as we're able, even if sometimes it's been a stretch. I said yes when asked to lead this year's stewardship campaign. And today, I'm asking you to say yes. If you have already made your 2024 pledge, thank you. For the rest of us, I encourage you to be as generous as you're able and make a pledge commitment to our church today to continue this journey together and celebrate our pledges on Sunday, October 15th at our all-church Celebration Sunday party. Thank you. And now for a reading from Tina Tayo, Director of Lifespan Religious Exploration at the Unitarian Church of Los Alamos, New Mexico. Every act of kindness, generosity, or love overflows its original bounds. Our acts of kindness, generosity, and love multiply. Stewardship is a call to transformation. Stewardship is an invitation to do new things in relationship with people in this community and beyond our walls. Generously giving of our time, talents, and treasure to this church community is a radical act of hope that has ripple effects that continue to multiply in people's lives and in the world. We give because we are invested in the creation of a truly beloved community for all. This is the time in our service where we center ourselves together. We breathe together. And breathing together, we sense one another's loving presence. Breathing in, breathing out, we follow our breath to a deeper place inside a place of greater wisdom, a place where that spark of the, divine, of the divine resides within each of us. And breathing together, we enter into a time of sacred silence together, remembering that we also hold sacred human sounds, including those of small children. Breathing in, breathing out, we now enter that time of sacred silence together.
I invite you now to light a candle if you were so moved, candles representing joy, sorrow, resilience, remembrance, hope, whatever is in your heart during this time. And as we light candles, I invite you to keep in your mind and heart members of our community who are ill or in sorrow, as well as those who are celebrating joys. Let us hold the silence together throughout this meditative time. Research shows that two of the things people dislike talking about the very most are money and commitment. (laughs) Welcome to Commitment Sunday. (laughs) When we talk about church members committing to how much money they will pledge to support the church and its mission next year. So let's just start by getting that out there. People most often dislike talking about commitment because we're afraid that something might happen that will make us unable to live up to our commitments. And that's okay. We know those things can happen and we adjust if needed. And we often dislike talking about money out of fear of transgressing cultural taboos. Like for those of us who grew up oh-so-white Protestant where talking about money was considered gauche. Like talking about politics at the dinner table or religion. 
We'll probably talk about both of those this morning too, though. So let's try to set these fears aside and engage in the spiritual practice of embracing commitment to our religious values and mission. So how about we get that money part out of the way first, okay? Unitarian Universalist churches are mainly funded by the pledges of our members. We don't receive support from a larger denominational body or the like. So, as Mary said, for our stewardship campaign this time, we need to secure $825,000 in pledges to support a 2024 budget of just under $1.3 million dollars. Now, that's not an extravagant budget. It doesn't add anything to our church infrastructure. It keeps everything, including staffing levels, the same. That $825,000 is about the same as we pledged last time. The good news is some wonderful folks in the church have already pledged about $175,000 toward 2024. That's already. So that's enough of the money part. Let's talk about that commitment part. Because I want you to know what this church's commitments have already made possible for this religious community and the lives it touches. As Mary mentioned, during the previous stewardship campaign, the members of this church committed the greatest amount of support in the church's history. Your pledges to support the church, especially given all that we had recently been through, the church closure because of the pandemic, the retirement of a much-loved minister, the loss of a long-term, also greatly loved staff member to cancer, your commitment and resilience after all of that and more was and is amazing. Our stewardship theme is rebuild, renew, rise up. And we truly have done that and continue to do that. I remember around this time last year, we were talking about how coming out of the pandemic, there was this real hunger for spirituality and and greater meaning out there. And after so much isolation, people were also feeling a real need for community. Well, in Austin, Texas, because of your commitment, this church was there for over 75 folks who have found community and a spiritual home here since then. And that is unusual. Very few churches are growing and thriving coming out of those pandemic isolation times. First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin is growing and is thriving. Because of your commitment and that of our wonderful religious education staff, or RE staff, our RE program is also one of the only such programs across this country that is growing and vibrant. We've added numerous adult RE offerings, Kelly, our director of RE, has reimagined the program in ways that have kept it robust. We trained facilitators from across this country on how to offer our whole lives, OWL, 
the age-appropriate sexuality education program that enhances and perhaps even saves lives. We offered a summer camp for children steeped in Unitarian Universalist history and theology to help deepen their growing spirituality and faith. This religious community exudes an energy, a vitality that is rare these days and worth celebrating. If you're one of the folks who have joined us relatively recently, thank you for your commitment. Thank you for being here. Thank you for belonging within this community of faithful vitality. Because this church committed to its stewardship needs, we have also been able to offer so many ministries to all who cross our threshold, whether physically or virtually. Ministries that provide ways to find and explore that hunger for spirituality, that longing for community. We offer so many that I cannot possibly mention them all here, but I do want to mention a few that we either newly began or that we revitalized over the past several months. So, for instance, a recently revitalized First UU Pagan Alliance group is growing, going strong. A wonderful bunch of folks, several of them Unitarian Universalist seminarians, offered an alternative Vespers worship service one Tuesday evening per month. That group is now looking at possibly expanding those in this church year. We have a wealth of spiritual direction, spirituality, and spiritual practices groups that are going strong, some of them also newly formed. Some great folks have rekindled our healthy relations team to support us in fulfilling our covenantal promises that bind us together in the ways of love. And our wonderful First UU Cares team has done so much to expand a culture of caring within the church to make sure we are there to support one another and feel comfortable reaching out for support. Our memorial services team has expanded their support for folks going through one of life's most difficult times, the loss of a loved one. At one point this year, this team and our staff provided four memorial services in just one week. I can't tell you, I can't tell you how many people have come to me and said that this team and this church have helped them make it through when they were afraid they might not. We also began a peer grief support group here in the church. Now, fellowship, fun, and the arts are also key to our sense of spirituality and community, and your commitment has allowed our terrific fellowship team to thrive, our Sharon and Brian Moore Gallery to provide some truly outstanding exhibitions, and our amazing director of music, Mr. Brent Baldwin, to launch a new concert series. And speaking of music... 
Our music program and choir are just beyond first rate. They truly do nourish our souls, don't they? Your commitment also allowed us to bring in a a diverse group of guest worship leaders so that we could benefit from experiencing a wide range of life perspectives and styles. I can't tell you how complimentary our guests were of this church's staff, how the, the staff's professionalism made appearing at our church such a pleasure for these guests. We have what has to be one of the finest church staffs anywhere. And that, too, is made possible by the commitment of this religious community. Well, I could go on and on about the wonderful things this church is doing, and I haven't even come close to covering them all. I'll wrap up, though, by talking about how your commitment to this community has allowed us to live out our values. Some of our folks have formed a new vegan group. The Earth Keepers group is helping us to be in right relationship with our land. Our Social Action Council now has well over 100 members and a brilliant group of social justice pillars doing great work to bring our mission into the world. Reproductive justice, racial justice, environmental justice, LGBTQ plus rights, democracy, immigration rights, we continue to play a leadership role with Austin Sanctuary Network, which we helped found. And our fantastic reproductive rights group just issued an impressive report on all of their much-needed work. Did you know that we're partnering with a nonprofit organization to be a distribution site for reproductive health kits? That's right. Our environmental action folks were a part of efforts that stopped radioactive waste from being brought to West Texas by rail and dumped there. We've engaged in trans-inclusion work and right now are hosting support workshops for trans and other gender-diverse folks and their loved ones. And... yeah. And this church, this church brought a huge presence to the recent session of the Texas legislature, speaking out on a number of issues, especially some of those involving the dignity and rights of LGBTQ folks. We were there to show that we care. We were there to follow the lead of those most affected. We showed up to proclaim our religious values in the public square. We put the denizens of our Texas state capitol on notice that the struggle for human rights, dignity, and justice is far from over. We will show up for love and justice over and over and over again.
okay, I made it most of the way without talking about politics. <laughs> A church member recently told me that given the meanness of spirit in our state politics, not to mention our ever hotter Austin Summers, this church is what makes it possible for them to still live here. I think that's true for me too. So, though the research says we don't like talking about money and commitment, the research also says that committing to generosity can benefit our mental and physical well-being. It can even lower our blood pressure. So, this Commitment Sunday, let's all lower our blood pressure. <laughs> let's commit or recommit to this church. Commit to nourishing souls. Commit to transforming lives. Commit to justice. Commit to the beloved community. Commit to building new ways that within our midst and in our world bring that beloved community fully alive. And now we'll extinguish our chalice. We extinguish this chalice, but not the light of truth the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we hold in our hearts until we are together again. For our benediction today, I offer you the words of UU Minister Peter Rabel, one of our great social justice advocates who participated in the Selma Civil Rights March in 1965. We build on foundations we did not lay. We warm ourselves by fires we did not light. We sit in the shade of trees we did not plant. We drink from wells we did not dig. We profit from persons we did not know. This is as it should be. Together, we are more than any one person could be. Together, we can build across generations. Together, we can renew our hope and faith in the life that is yet to unfold. Together, we can heed the call to a ministry of care and justice. We are ever bound in community. May it always be so. May this religious community say amen, amen. and blessed be. blessed be. I send you much love. This is a production of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, go to our website at austinuu.org.